When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Parenting Daily, episode 173, Six Surefire Ways to Manage Your Child's Mini Tantrums, by Adina Sokloff of ParentingSimply.com. Hello, everybody, and happy Friday. Glad to have you here with me today. I am your host and narrator, Greg Audino, and this is the show where I read to you from some of the best parenting blogs around, helping you as parents gain as much knowledge as possible. So with that being said, let's hear what today's contributor, parenting specialist Adina Sokloff has to say about managing your child's mini tantrums as we optimize your life. Six Surefire Ways to Manage Your Child's Mini Tantrums by Adina Sokloff of ParentingSimply.com Question. My four-year-old daughter seems to fly off the handle and get angry for no reason. For example, This morning, she woke up cheerfully, got dressed, brushed her teeth, and washed up without a problem. At breakfast, out of nowhere, she starts yelling at her brother to stop looking at her. My son told her she should just close her eyes and not look at him. This made her even more mad, and she sat under the table crying and whining for about five minutes. She then came out from under the table and ate her breakfast like nothing happened. This happens all the time. She's sweet, cuddly, and warm, and then boom. She blows up without warning, and then she is calm again. What is going on, and how can I stop her from behaving in this way? Thank you for your question. Here are some ways to help manage your child's mini tantrums. Number one, be a detective. Some kids are temperamentally sensitive, and we don't know what sets them off. I would still try to find a pattern for her behavior. Does she behave in this way more when waking up, when she's leaving for school, when she is rushed, during the evening, or when you are tending to other children, finding the source can help you manage or eliminate the cause of her mini tantrums. You'll be less likely to get caught off guard and better equipped to deal with them. For example, if you know breakfast is a difficult time for her, you can have her eat before all her siblings or move the seats around so that they are sitting far away from each other. Learning to work around her most difficult times will help relieve some of the tension you are both experiencing. Number two, have the right parenting attitude. It is helpful to remember that it's normal for all children to whine, cry, and tantrum and get mad at their siblings. We cannot fully stop this type of behavior. Getting along with others within the family is a lifelong pursuit. Everyone, adults included, whine, cry, sulk, and behave badly. It's just a part of life. Managing our family's bad moods, including our own, is just part of the job description under the heading of mom. Don't fight it. How you react lays the groundwork for how your child will manage her moods and conflicts later on in life. In other words, focus more on how you respond to her so that you are modeling appropriate behavior instead of trying to change her behavior. Instead of saying to yourself, I gotta get her to stop acting in this way, she's always misbehaving, say, she needs help managing her rough feelings. If I can find a way to manage this annoying behavior in a kind way, she will learn to be kind to others and learn how to control herself better in the future. 
A wise person once said to me, you can't change people's behaviors, but you do have control over how you react to them. That's the secret to great parenting. Number three, find her an out-of-earshot safe place to carry out her mini-tantrum. If she is driving you crazy, you are well within your rights to say, if you need to whine, cry, or complain, please find another place to do it. Or, do you want me to take you to your room to finish crying, or do you want to go yourself? Or, which private place do you want to go to finish your whining, your bedroom or the bathroom? Number four, always empathize. When children hear empathy, it soothes them and helps them manage their difficult feelings. You can say, something is making you so sad and whiny. I wish I knew what it was. It doesn't seem like you are able to tell me right now. Or, sometimes just having someone look at you can bother you. It can make you want to sit under the table until you pull yourself together. It can make you upset even if the person looking at you might not have meant to hurt your feelings or bother you. Number five, problem solve. When you are calm and she is calm, talk to her about her behavior. Here are some suggestions. You know, this morning you were very upset about Johnny looking at you and you complained and whined about it. Can you think of another way you could have reacted? Is there something that I can do next time to help you deal with a situation like that? When you feel all yucky inside, is there a way you can get all your bad feelings out without whining and complaining? Sometimes all that noise you make when you're sad or angry can hurt my ears and make me whiny. She might not answer or be able to come up with any solutions. The point of the problem solving at such a young age is to plant the seeds in her head that she is responsible for her behavior, and she can control her behavior, and you are willing to help her. Number six, focus on her positive behavior. Remember, it's good that she does not hold a grudge or hold on to her negative behavior for a long period of time. You can praise her for this. You know what? Sometimes you get annoyed and mad. You may yell and complain, but you know ways to calm yourself down. After you calm yourself down, you are happy again. That's a very good way to be. You can also notice and praise her for the times her siblings bother her and she does not get upset. Johnny wanted the toy you were playing with. You gave it to him and found another toy to play with. That's called being kind. I hope this helped. Good luck. Adina You just listened to the post titled Six Surefire Ways to Manage Your Child's Mini Tantrums by Adina Sokloff of ParentingSimply.com And many thanks to Adina for this super mindful roadmap to helping children with their tantrums. It's funny though, I'll be darned uh, if each of these suggestions can't also be applied to our own tantrums or fellow adult tantrums. We tend to forget why we parent the way we do and how responsive we are to these kinds of techniques even as we age into adulthood. I mean, think about it. Does it not make sense to seek the recurring themes like location or time of day when it comes to your tantrums or someone else's? Do we not look to separate outlets for our aggression, like yelling into a pillow or taking a boxing class? Is it not helpful to be kind with ourselves and non-judgmental as we seek to improve our behavior? Is it not important to remember all of the things that we do right so as not to shame ourselves for the things about ourselves that we do not like? Food for thought, everyone. Great article by Adina. That's it for now, though, team. Thanks, as always, for being here and listening till the end. You know I'll be back here again tomorrow with another parenting post. So if you like this one, then be sure to come on back for that, where your optimal life awaits.